Working Interferences is intended for mature audiences. Since the host never grew up, someone needs to be the adult. Welcome to Working Interferences with Josh and Lance, the dental advice podcast for the average dentist. Here is Josh and Lance. Bros, what is up? Welcome to the Working Interferences Podcast, a dental advice show. I am Josh Waston. And I am Lance Timmerman. Lance, two weeks in a row we have a guest. Yeah, it, kind of, it feels kind of weird. I, kind I know, of... we went like 15 episodes, <laughs> something like that, without a guest. Uh-huh. We've gone like big chunks without a guest and have two in a row. Uh, last week, uh, hard to beat Tay Gavin Harvey from Anextent. <laughs> Gotta make sure we say it right. <laughs> right. And I, I mispronounced pecton about a hundred times that's okay. in the show it happens yeah whatever it is yeah, what it is. it is no one like 25 people know what pecton uh-huh. is so yep. and it was all the 25 people at that summit you went to pretty much yeah you and stephanie zeller just chilling out in a room pretty much about pecton it was a thing nice this week we have on from indianapolis johnny p who i have no idea how to pronounce his last <laughs> name but i'm gonna try Let's hear Pacinic. it. Pacinic. That's pretty pretty close. That's better than... Okay, so hit me with it. Pasha Snick. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> yeah, can you imagine? I'm trying to teach a three-year-old right now. That's, that's let's, let's Let's phonetically go through that right Phonetically, quick because, okay, let's break it down. Yeah, so, so let's spell your name in case anybody hasn't seen it online. All right, P-A-S like Sam, I... C like cat, Z like zebra, N like Nancy, Y, K. And that, and is that turns into what? Posh is Nick. Wow. It's like Shashevsky. It just Dude, doesn't make sense. It's a power name. I mean, what can I say? I guess. Do, are you born with sauerkraut with that name <laughs> in your hand or what? It's coming out of my ears. And then you get a bag of it in your hands. That's how I got sauerkraut yeah. when I was a kid. It came in the bag, which I always thought was kind of just a gross look. It's almost like the <laughs> milk in a bag from Canada. Have you seen yeah. that before? No. It's not. Yeah. Milk needs to be in a carton, not in another, in, in, in any other vehicle. Vessel. Andrea and I, yes, exactly. Andrea is uh, Polish. And a couple years ago, we were in Pittsburgh and down, I don't know, there's some kind of neighborhood like, uh, I don't know, it's like the Haymarket or something. I forget what it's called, but it's like a, you know, an area with shops and delis and bakeries and all that kind of stuff. And uh, there's a Polish like deli, Polish market there. And we walk in and in the front, there's like a deli counter where you order sandwiches and stuff. And I just like, man, this smells like sauerkraut in here so bad. And then the back is like a grocery store and we go to the back and there's a cooler in the middle of the store, like a big cooler you would, you would put like if you're a hunter and you, you know, you'd store deer meat or whatever. You keep it in a freezer like this. Uh-huh. And it was just open. And in this freezer, just open in the middle of the store, is a five-gallon Home Depot bucket of sauerkraut filled oh, to the brim. Perfect. I guess people just, like, come in and fill whatever jar they bring in with sauerkraut and then check it out for the day or whatever. Is it, like, by Gross. weight? It's like, a, it's like a yogurt stand by weight. I... Yeah, it's like you know the 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 days that Seven Eleven has the fill your own container with uh, with uh, Slurpee day. They do that with with sauerkraut at this Polish deli. Oh, I'm perfect. sure Seven Eleven day. I think it's coming up here. <laughs> nice. Oh, I guess it is. Oh yeah. Yeah, I guess it is. 
So tell me, Johnny P, how did you get into the, all the CRAC stuff? Because that's kind of where I know you through is the CRAC world. Well, first of all, it's CRAC, in case you weren't CRAC. CRAC, that's right. Yeah, C-Rack. yeah, what's the Polish pronunciation of CRAC? CRAC, so we'll, we'll just call it CRAC from now on. So I got into this world almost by accident um, about six years ago now. Um, was in my first practice by myself, bought the business and, you know, life should have been good. It's like the American dream of, of dentistry. And I realized that I was freaking miserable. Like I just hated going to work. I wasn't really excited about it. And a Patterson rep actually kind of pushed me to one of these sales events. And I go to this thing and I'm saying, okay, it's a sales event. I'm, I'm not really interested. I'll just go for the free trip to Charlotte And about five seconds into it, just something clicked. And it may have been the strange taste in Kool-Aid they gave me. It may have been, (laughs) it may have been the, uh, the presenters, one of my now best friends, uh, Rich Rosenblatt presenting. Love Richie Rich. Oh my gosh. Love that guy. And his enthusiasm, I think is what really, um, got me to buy in because I said, I want to be around more people like that. Right. We, we are looking for something in our profession that keeps us excited and I said, this is it for me. And from there, it just, it went nuts. Things went bonkers. The practice started getting busier. I got involved with uh, helping kind of on a local level in study clubs, speaking, branching out a little bit more to regional, um, national um, speaking events and conferences and um, have been really fortunate and travel the world, get to talk about some cool stuff, see some neat places. Um, really wasn't expecting this to happen when I got into dentistry. Nice. A, a few weeks ago, I think you did some kind of like Cirrhic was a Cirrhic beginners event or something with with Tarun's group in in Raleigh Durham, and I think you were with Kevin Fryer. Is that right, our good friend? Yeah, he came down to our implant integration course um, where we okay where we talk about how to bring Cirrhic and cone beam data together to make uh, surgical guides. And Kevin was the there. picture. He I was awesome. Yeah, the picture I saw. You were speaking, and Kevin was off to the side with his. Uh, with his hand on his chin, mm-hmm. like like pondering life, and I got to be honest, buddy, you looked like you had been on a little bender the night before. You like the the golf half zip, sort of sort of disheveled, <laughs> uh, sort of a three day three day uh, uh, shave going on, and uh, looks like maybe it had either been a late travel night the night before. Or a wild time the night before. I don't know which So one. unfortunately, it was just a, a late travel night. Um, this was yeah. one of my many uh, travel escapades. Had three tickets purchased at one point to get to Raleigh. <laughs> and I probably could have driven just like you You drove to, um, to Gulf Shores. But luckily, I yeah. heard that cautionary tale and decided to just stick with it. Um, but yeah, you know, you, it's, you're at the mercy of the airlines, especially being in a, a place like where I live. Get no direct flights. You have a direct flight to Paris, if I'm not mistaken. We do you do not? now. Yes, we do. <laughs> Can't so that. don't talk to me about no direct flights. So San Antonio has no direct flights. San Antonio yeah. is terrible to get to. Yeah, you uh, you came here um, a couple of maybe a year or so ago. Yeah, it was about a year ago. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and of course, uh, just like always, anytime somebody here who's a friend of mine speaking, I'm always out speaking at the same time somewhere else. So exactly. I wasn't able to go. As I remember it, you were actually invited to that event, and you stood us up. I, I was. <laughs> I told her. I I told Christy I couldn't go. Uh, Christy is the the shine rep who I believe put that 
that event on or I guess was involved in the planning of it. And I told her, I'm out of town. I can't go. But had I been around, I would have been there. I promise. Well, and then just like every time that anyone's in Seattle, they just completely ignore Lance. That's a, yeah, that's yeah, that's just a, that's the way it goes. Yeah, I, I think I sent you a text when I was like <laughs> headed to the airport on my way out of town. Hey, what's going yeah. on? You got time? You got time to meet up quick? <laughs> You're like, dude, I got I got to work tomorrow. You got seven yeah. minutes before I turn in the rental car. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Sorry, Lance. Yeah. It's, we, you know we love you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you like it that way, though? I feel like <laughs> it's just. I feel like it's such an imposition when I call somebody. When I'm in their city or whatever, and like, then they feel obligated well, yeah, to hang out with me or whatever. You don't know what they're doing, right? Like, they right. might have yeah. plans. You might be interrupting, and then you know, nice guys like like Lance, they're just going to drop everything if they can. Yep. Yeah. Or not. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Except for if I drop everything, drop nothing, uh-huh. and uh, exactly. make up some excuse. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well. Yeah. Uh, are, are you speaking at DS World this year? Yes, I will be there. I'm speaking on both the imaging and restorative track. Nice. Yes. Nice. So, I love DS World, and they love me at DS they, World. They really uh, love you. In fact, all the planning meetings. So much so keep... that I will not be invited back ever again. Oh, uh, <laughs> oh well. No, really, Ingo does not like me uh, very much at all. You can come as my plus um, one. I would lo- that would be fun. That would be a fun, a fun trip. Um, a fun trip. It's it's uh, the Syrac the the or the DS World, whatever we're calling it this year, is uh, is a fun experience. Uh, although what they don't really tell you is you don't get paid to do it. You get a ticket, mm-hmm. um, but you don't get your travel really reimbursed. And it's you know you sort of go to hang out with everybody. That's sort of the deal. It's a chance to to have fun with some friends, right? Yeah, pretty much. It, it, I. I don't think they do that same deal with Jerry Seinfeld. Like, hey, we're offering you this uh, yeah. VIP ticket to DS World. Do you cover your own travel and we'll make this work? I don't think they do that with him, I do th- they? I think he gets a little bit better deal than that. They give I him, think he may get like a $3,500 or something. They'll give him a coupon. There you go. A, a, coupon a, a free for buffet. one Sarek crown. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> one Emacs blue block for the Sarek that he doesn't have That's and doesn't right. know what it is. Uh-huh. Perfect. Well, guys, this is an advice show. Yeah. Not a very good one. <laughs> we answer your questions. We answer questions we find on all those neat little dental Facebook groups. We answer questions from Reddit. Reddit. We strive to help dentists and dental team members with our own unique brand advice. So please, we need your questions. They are the sustenance we crave. You can submit your questions to workinginterferences at gmail.com. Now, we don't want just any question, do we, Lance? No. We don't want a bunch of boring questions like, who's the best dentist in the entire business of dentistry Facebook group? Because we all know that Wade Pilling is the greatest dentist ever in the business of dentistry group. We want the questions that Gordon Christensen cannot answer. We stand with Wade. Reddit user GSpot89. (laughs) Of course. Yes. Gum recession and vaping? Hi. I've been vaping now for almost two years. I've noticed that in in that time, my gums have receded quite a bit. I have very good oral hygiene. I floss after every meal and always brush. I'm worried that because I have been using the 12 milligram juice, that that's what may be causing it. Also, I'm worried about the coils. I usually never change my coil until I have to. Usually about one month. I'm worried that the cheap Chinese metal being constantly heated and cooled may be seeping into my gums. Does anyone have any thoughts? Thanks. 
Oh my. Now, Lance, I I thought this was a perfect opportunity to address really a, a vast conspiracy theory that uh-huh. has um, really taken over the internet in the past few days. Okay. There was a picture of you, Lance. <laughs> uh huh. Posted, um, I believe, on July fourth. It was. You were sitting outside. I was. At some sort of like picnic table, yeah, you know, a little just fire sort of, pit at my friend's backyard. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, next to the side table uh-huh. is, uh, or uh, next to the chair that you're sitting in. Oh, and by the way, you're wearing very patriotic pants, Murica. Murica pants. Uh-huh. Uh, one, the whole right leg of the pants is is the blue and you know blue and white stars. Uh-huh. And then the whole left side of the pants is the red and white stripes. Yep. You would think they would do like the blue and white stars down to the knee of the right side and then do the red and white stripes down the rest of the way. You but would, I don't, you would I don't, think that and, and you would be wrong. Right. To make it sort of representationally correct. Of course. Now, when you wear those pants and they get wrinkled, is that considered desecrating the flag? Uh, yeah. <sighs> uh, no worse than me when I, you know shit my pants. I was going to so. say yeah, what happens when you when you shart after you uh-huh. after you've had a sixer of uh, Bud Light uh-huh. lime sitting out there. That's right. Cuz I do believe next to next to you on the table is a Bud Light uh-huh. it looks like I I can't tell. I think so. But next to the Bud Light lance uh-huh. is a device. Uh-huh. That looks like a vape. That's exactly what it was. My friend put down his vape to take my photo. <laughs> okay. I was my question was whose vape is it, Lance? It wasn't mine, but it was full of the weed vape because he he loves his uh, legal weed vape. And there was never any answer to whose vape is it, Lance? No, I I decided to... There were a bunch of other people that piled on and were wondering the same thing. But Lance I I left it kind of like the... The uh, this this briefcase in uh, Pulp Fiction, you know. Yes, we never know what's in it. Yeah. (laughs) Now, I... Just, I'm not, you know, I'm not judging, Lance. Did you take any hits off the vape? And if so, did your gums recede between then and now? Well, I did not take any hits, but uh, I'm now kind of curious. For You know, for science, I think I might need to uh, go cup, take a couple tokes off that thing and, and, and see. To see about that cheap Chinese metal right. heating up and cooling in the mouth. Yeah, that was a missed opportunity. Well, my question science. is, what, impressive- what, what, what kind of coil will you be using? Yeah, yeah. See, I don't, I don't know enough to even know like, what that I means. I need. I, I should have read like the user manual on vape pens before before we did this because I should have known that there was going to be a question about vapes. By the way, I, I really don't know anything about vapes, but this particular vape. Do you remember from dental school, from lab, those like black torches you would use when you're festooning a denture to yeah, like? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's exactly what it looks like to me, right? From this view oh, of this yeah. picture, it looks like yeah. one of those sort of lab torches. Hadn't thought of it till you said that. So like next time that happens, yeah, just say that it's just say you were waxing up a denture. That's Lance, right, and that's mm-hmm. it's just a. Uh, I'm all about yeah, the festooning. I think the whole, I think the whole deal about these kind of vapes like this, these, I think they, I think the kids call them rigs. Oh, with these rigs, is that you you go to the vape shop and I guess you build these rigs out and like you pick what kind of like oh, really? battery you're going to have and all of that kind of stuff and coils and all that. Didn't we go oh, through so a similar phase like this with paintball guns? 
like people would like <laughs> build that build that shit up like crazy. Yeah, sort of modder yeah, culture yeah. of like wanting to mod it out. Yeah, that huh. does that does seem like that. It, the the selecting a coil reminds me of the the scene in the first Iron Man where he's like in the cave uh-huh. and he's making Ooh, yeah. like whatever the thing for that uh, that react reactor that he has on his chest. He's like making that out of whatever platinum or whatever palladium or whatever it is. Uh-huh. That I'm just picturing this guy from the Reddit post in his garage doing this to make a, a coil for his vape. Um, I had no idea you had to change a coil on a vape. I didn't either. I, that's uh, news to me. So much I'm learning. I just thought it was you just get the vape and just start pulling fat cotton. That's that's what I assumed. I mean, it seems like this hobby could really keep me out of a lot of trouble. Might have to think or, about starting I, it up. Or get you into a lot of trouble as well. It's got to be better than a lot of alternatives, mm-hmm. though. I mean, yeah. let's let's go through the things that it's better than. It's better than Coke, right? It's got to be way better than Coke. You mean Both new, Coca-Cola new Coke? and cocaine. <laughs> yeah, new Coke and the booger sugar okay. Coke. All, All of right. those together. I feel like vaping is probably more healthy for you than either of those. Probably. Are. Probably. It's definitely better than like being addicted to fast food, obviously. Mm-hmm. Okay. I think, you're, I think you would live longer if you vaped versus ate McDonald's every day, like the president does. Uh-huh. Is it legitimately is it, better than smoking? <sighs> See, I so I guess there's less stuff in it. Although I did look, <laughs> I did read this article that uh, was written by a friend of mine, Scott Frome, who's a periodontist, and he writes for Dental Economics as well. Uh-huh. And he wrote about vapes and perio and whatnot, and he listed some of the stuff that's in the oil. Okay. And the main ingredient in the oil is propylene glycol. Oh, isn't that the okay. stuff they use to de-ice planes? Yeah, it's like antifreeze. <laughs> <laughs> so that's number one. That's like the stuff, that's like the liquid part of it. And then they put nicotine in that. I guess it's not the nicotine that's so bad, but I guess the problem with the vape, from what I've read, is that it's a, like a bunch of teenagers are using vapes that would have never smoked but use a vape because it doesn't smell huh. and they feel like it's better, right? So that's sort of the deal is it's like a gateway okay. drug, I guess. Yeah, I guess so. I, mean, I, I could see that. This article from Frome has some citations on it, so I thought we could go through those. Okay. And I'm just going to read the title of the citations because I think we can glean some information from there. Okay. okay. Citation one is... Uh, reasons for electronic cigarette use among middle and high school students. So that tells us nothing about perio. No. That's just sort of demographic information. Right. Resource two, tobacco product use among middle and high school students. Again, tells us nothing about perio. Citation three, notes from the field, use of electronic cigarettes and tobacco products among middle and high school students. Again, nothing. Mm -hmm. Nothing that has anything to do with perio. Citation four, toxicology and metabolism and biochemistry of 1,2-prop-anadiol, which I guess is probably some part of propylene glycol. Nothing that's to do with perio. Hmm. Citation five, AMA drug evaluations. Nothing that has to do with perio. Finally, we get into something dental-related. Citation six, karyogenic potential of sweet flavors in electronic cigarette liquids. Does any of that stuff make it into your mouth? I guess it does, right? Because you can taste it. Yeah, I don't know. I would. I'm curious the mechanism well, like va- of action vapor- there. Vaporizing, right? So, sure. Can you vaporize sugar? 
I don't know. I guess you could, right? And then inhale mm-hmm. that and get it in your mouth, and then it turns from vapor to liquid, to liquid and then it's... Yeah. Is that the, guess, triple, the triple point? Oh, man, shit. This is... You studied chemistry at Butler, mm-hmm. didn't you? I did. You tell me. You and Gordon Hayward in the room <laughs> just doing uh, titrations of, uh, of eugenol or some shit. Titrations right? and knocking down threes. <laughs> nice. You could actually pass for Gordon Hayward, I think. Just like tall, skinny white guy. I think it I think you could from but like wearing a butler t shirt, I feel like people would ask you for autographs. Dime a dozen here in Indianapolis. You're a Gordon Hayward. That is true. That is true. White basketball players from Indiana are not uh are not all that uncommon. Um here's a kind of a perio. Nicotine and periodontal tissues. But this citation's from like 2010. I feel like that's before vapes were a huge thing. And where and, so, and what journal did it come from? <laughs> the Journal of Indian Society of Periodontology. <laughs> <laughs> here's a uh, here's a, a a rarely seen citation to a lawyer's website on a dental article. E-cigarette explosion kills Texas man from the Beasley <laughs> Allen Law Firm website. Wow. Uh, not often you'll see a citation from a <laughs> not, legal website. Not so often, no. Uh, then electronic cigarette fires and explosions in the United States, the Lawrence McKenna Research Group. And then flavored tobacco product use in adults uh, and youth from 2013. Finally, we get one nicotine without smoke, tobacco harm reduction, Royal College of Physicians, but nothing that really has to do. So it doesn't look to me like there's ever been any study on vaping in perio. Doesn't sound like it, no. Uh-uh. So I don't think we can say anything. About it also it. sounds to me like some of these citations were a little bit of a reach. Stretch, yeah. If if anybody here knows Scott, Scott, I love you, buddy. Hurricane Scott, as I call him, one of the funnest men on the face of the earth. If you're ever in Vegas with Scott, you will definitely have a good time. But yeah, I mean, certainly trying to write about something from a periodontal standpoint that has no periodontal literature, right? So that's when you find yourself perusing the legal websites <laughs> to find a blog <laughs> from some personal yeah. injury attorney to, to, to get something, right? So I, there's no way this, this guy's vaping causes recession, right? No, no. He's no. looking for a scapegoat. Got to blame somebody. I mean, 12 milligram juice. Is that So I normal? guess that means, I don't know. That's a thing. I don't know. Is that strong? Can, does it go? I mean, it went past 11. <laughs> it did. What's it was the, a 12. What, what's the reference point? Right? Is, is one? I don't know. I'm just Googling vape juice strength to see what comes up. Right under that is vape juice strawberry in the Google autofill, which ah. for some reason makes me laugh. Better than mango. Um, Okay, here we go. Although nicotine levels in cigarettes vary by brand, e-juice has standard qualities across the market. The typical levels are zero milligrams per ml of nicotine, which I feel like is a total waste. Wow. It's like drinking near beer, like you know the uh-huh. non-alcoholic Heineken they're, they're advertising. Right. Seems stupid. Three milligrams per ml, six milligrams per ml, 12 milligrams per ml, and 18 milligrams per ml. So he's kind of the third highest, but it says you can find concentrations as high as 24 or even 36 milligrams per ml. Hardcore. Huh. Hardcore. That is some, yeah. And that's from uh, the MIG vaping blog, if anyone's looking for that that resource. Um, let's just check over this. Yeah, this seems like a good place. MIG vaping. I wonder what MIG stands for. Let's see if we can, if we can get some stuff here. Get some item or get some... Uh, Oh yeah, you have to you have to say you're uh, you're over eighteen. 
Which, yes, we are. Um, oh, man. This culture is shocking to me. It's, you know when you learn about a culture that you've never even knew, known was a culture? That's this. There's huh. kosher. They have kosher uh, vape juices. Really? Yeah. Uh, they have, uh, uh, is it Hillal? Is that what you, is that the word that you would use for mm-hmm. for uh, uh, our Muslim friends? Oh, you would. <laughs> what, what, what would you use? <laughs> Be careful, Lance. Don't yeah. get fired. <laughs> um, they're in Pompano Beach, Florida. So for all our friends in Pompano Beach, Florida, hey, hit up a MIG Vapor, uh, MIGVapor.com. They even let you mix your own vape juice. Does this come um, uh, vegan? Uh, let's see here. Let's go through. Um, high-grade nicotine, high-grade vegetable glycerin, kosher vegetable glycerin, cereal number bottle with child-proof caps. But I don't see anything about vegan. I'm assuming it is vegan. Gluten-free. Because it's just got vegetable oil. All right. There's no animal product in it. So vaping is vegan. There you go. Vaping Perfect. is vegan. Um, let's, let's 10 plus flavors. Let's check out their flavors they've got because I'm always curious about the flavors. Taste the rainbow. Um, let's see here. Oh, you can add some extra coils if you want. Not the cheap Chinese stuff though, right? No, no, not at all. One vape to rule them all, the website says. <laughs> okay. Um, let's see. Let's see if I, where can I find flavors? Sauerkraut. Do they have sauerkraut flavor? Mm, there you that go. would be amazing. That'd be incredible. Um, I would pick up the habit. Oh my god! There are like a million. <laughs> oh no. Holy shit! I was not. I was prepared for five flavors, and there are literally seventy. Kentucky bourbon, Mountain Dew, Red Bull flavored, Irish cream like Bailey's. Oh my god! Apple pie, Belgium waffle. Fruit Loops. Here's one called Cereal Killer, which is strange. <laughs> nice. I don't know what you're going to get with that. You got donut, graham cracker crust, horchata, oh my whipped God. cream. Oh, my God. And then all the fruits. Tons of fruits. Sweet treats. Gummy flavor. I don't know what that turns into. Caribbean Freeze, Menthol Blast. Mocha Mint Rehab is the name of the mint of the vape flavor. Nice. Nirvana Grunge. What do you think that tastes like, Lance? Uh, Teen Spirit. Cheese? Yeah. Um, wow. I had no idea. You can basically like winemaker Vintner this and add up to five flavors together. How many possible huh, combinations a- does that make? Oh, that would make millions, millions. right? I'm looking Into at the more list than mil- that, that has to yeah, be. Yeah, multi, multi, multi millions. Wow. Holy shit. Wow. Challenge accepted. Also, Rhino's Blood is one oh my of God. Them. <laughs> Popular in China, I guess. Like, who's like, who wants Rhino Blood flavor? All the poachers. Very interesting. Um, yeah, so hey, check out MIG Vapor if you want to come up with your own cuvee of, uh, of vape flavors. Hey, and save 10% um, today. Perfect. You got to save 10% today, though. So maybe don't use cheap Chinese metal. That would be a good idea. That's a start. Just in general. Buy your vapes. Yeah, yeah buy your vapes from someone reputable like MIG Vapor, our good friends at MIG Vapor. MIG Vapor, if you want to advertise, hit us up. We'd, we'd love to have you on as one of our regular be perfect, yeah. Use, use American-made. Actually, no, you want German-made. You like the, You want like 
old school Serona, like German made engineer. There you go. Stuff. So you want a German vape. I feel like it's not going to blow up on you. Um, and it's not causing your gums to recede. I love how he says, uh, I brush my teeth always. Always. Like you're always, like uh-huh. you literally don't stop brushing. Maybe that's why your gums have receded. Uh, that, that'll do it. And maybe flossing three or four times a day. Like, hey, overkill. Calm down, buddy. Let's take a look at G-Spot 89. Let's see if he has any troubles finding it. It doesn't exist. It's mythical. It's a myth. Oh, my God. So another <laughs> post in uh, Canadian Vaping, the subreddit, overusing coils in dental health. Um, gum re- he's posted about the gum recession stuff in multiple uh, vaping uh, subreddits. The best book in Canada's history. What's the best book ever in Canada? It would have to be like the biography of Gordie Howe, right? That would That's the only thing I can think of. Or uh, Tim Horton, man. Oh, Tim Horton's autobiography. Oh, sure. Hey, I, I made some coffee and some donuts, and uh, it was really good. Oh, for a second, yeah, I thought it was nice getting better. people of, it's... <laughs> of Canada bought it. And, uh, you know, hey, I'm Tim Horton. Uh, so, sorry you bought this book, and there's only 75 <laughs> words in it, but... Uh, Hey, go buy some coffee, eh? That's it. That's the whole book. That's the greatest book ever in Canada's history. Um, wow, he's really on. To, he's in multiple subreddits. He's asking for books about Canada and like the best books in the history of Canada. Just he's determined. Book. He's determined. Yes, he is. Um, nothing really major. He just comes up with one question and asks it in 17 different reddits. He wants the answer so that makes he's it hard. For, I think. He's, yeah. yeah, he definitely is very into this. Whatever it is, so lots of posts and vapes, man. Well, everyone needs a hobby. It's a great hobby, man. It is a great, great hobby. Okay, let's move on from vape obsessed to G Spot eighty nine. All righty. Question two. Reddit user John Bo- asks, <laughs> "Can you think of any good-looking people that have gaps in their teeth?" I'm fully expecting this thread to get axed. But call it a lighthearted interlude with the serious depths of dentistry discussion. See, I've got these gaping wide hillbilly spaces in my four front <laughs> teeth. <laughs> However, I've basically realized at this point in time, I simply can't afford to have them looked after adequately. I'd like veneers for strength and longevity. However, I've seen uh, some composites on folks and in neon lights, it looks like piano keys in their mouth. One dark, one white, next one dark, next one white, etc. I assume expensive veneers don't have that repulsive property. Anyways, bottom line is, for the moment at least, I'm stuck with horrible space teeth. I know Woody Harrelson has space teeth, but he's not exactly your shining Playboy pinup image anyways. He embraces the hillbilly. (laughs) Can anyone post pictures of someone with space teeth that is attractive when they smile or when their teeth are visible? Well, there are famous Lance. people, but I mean that the whole beauty thing is so subjective. Sounds like some self-esteem. Let's, issues. So who's? Yeah, it definitely seems like like they're looking for someone, some rich daddy to say, "I love spaces in between teeth. I will fly you to Thailand to be my boy child, and uh, you can keep the spaces in between your teeth and." rub the lotion on your skin. That's right. That's what it kind of sounds like, right? That's that's usually where how that's, that goes. Yeah. Who do you think, when you think of hot people with diastomas? Well, I'm thinking lady boy. Kinda, now you're thinking lady boy. <laughs> I'm going to try to steer you okay. off a of lady boy. All right, all right. 
especially in the light of all this Michael Epstein stuff. Oh. It's a tough look for that guy. A little bit. Uh, and anybody hanging out with that guy is not good. Um, so there, there's two that I think of wi- uh, from the female perspective. Uh-huh. It's Lauren Hutton and Madonna. Yep. Those are kind of Those the are the two. two that came straight to my mind. Yep. Mm-hmm. But I, I don't... Would you call Madonna hot? No. Especially not now. Not, all right. So let's... <laughs> Was there a time that you thought Madonna was hot? Oh, yeah. I mean, when she first hit the scene, I mean, she was the it girl. She was, yeah. I feel like there was a time in the 90s that she did not have the diastema. Am I wrong about that? Uh, yeah, I think so. I don't, I don't think it's ever She's gone away. She's yeah, always had it? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. I was too. I was you too just, busy concentrating on her cone boobs, though. Yeah. When I was you, you like weren't looking at her. Yeah. 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 I think I was in high school and that sex book came out and I was obsessed with trying to find it and look at it because mm-hmm. there's literally no access to pornography anywhere and, you know, could never, ever really get a hold of it. I've, you know, I think Madonna probably, what do you say, like 86 through 92 could be considered pretty hot, yeah. right? Yeah. I'm trying to look through old pictures of Madonna and see if I can find, but it's hard to find. I'm looking at a picture of her here with Michael Jackson, which again is a very tough look. Hmm. Yeah. If we're talking about lady boys. Um, <laughs> and it does look like it's at least smaller there. I, I wonder if it's either gotten bigger as time has gone on or she had something redone or. I could see it being a redone thing because, like, even Letterman, when he closed his diastomy, he left some of it. He didn't close it completely. Right. Would you consider David Letterman attractive? I would not. Mm-mm. Have you seen him lately? I have. He looks like a mountain man. It did, yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't even look like David yeah. Letterman. Um, oh. Lauren Hutton is interesting. Yeah, yeah. Because she's not in my... How old is Lauren? Lauren Hutton is 75 right now. Uh-huh. So when I would have been like of age... She would have been, she, you know, I, I was never, uh-huh. she was never young and hot when I was, you know, right. interested right. in trying to, you know, check out pictures of, of women. Um, I think I figured it out with Madonna. She, yeah, so tell, so, so here's the deal. She must be one of the beta testers for Smile Direct Club and they're doing <laughs> some at home IPR. Oh, interesting. Right. Yeah, there you go. Bigger and bigger. That'll do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Lauren Hutton's a tough look. I'm trying to find like young, hot Lauren Hutton, and I'm I'm having a hard time. Here's a picture of Lauren, but it doesn't say what year this is, so that makes it difficult. Although she looks youngish. Um, I, I don't. I for one don't love it. It's not my. It's not my thing. So I'm not the right person to try to allay this guy's fears. Right. Right. See, I'm in, I'm in the same boat. I'm usually trying to close those things and uh, telling people why they're they're ugly with it and need to change it. I just Googled hot women with a diastema and literally, okay, so here, this looks like, is that Kate Moss sort of? Okay. Yeah, Kate Moss kind of has one, but I, again, I don't really think Kate Moss is hot. Yeah, I don't either. But that, I don't think it has to do with her teeth necessarily. The no. fact that she looks like she's got a heroin needle sticking out of her arm. Yeah, I'm not a fan but of the heroin at, chic. That that was a, a look I never loved. Yeah, it was a tough look. Um, so I'm, I just just Google the term "hot women with a diastema," and I'm not really seeing any super hot women here. No offense to anyone that has a diastema, but 
I don't know if it's just these women or if it's the diastema, but it's not a great look. At least to me. Yeah, I'm I'm looking at the at the search results and yeah, I mean it far be it for me to say that that makes you ugly or you should be self-conscious of your diastema or anything like that. If it bothers you then yeah, there are things that can be done. Um I'm not a fan, yeah. I'm more of I'm a, just not a, a, I'm like I'm, a tight I don't contact, see any of these tight contact uh fan in the anterior area yeah i like it tight. yeah you you want it you want it to where like you have to use glide floss yeah, to get it cool. through right like yeah. you can't even get like regular floss in there johnny p likes it tight nice and tight come on keep it tight people i'm looking at a picture of david letterman from it looks like the early 90s and he has a reverse smile line so he has a diastema and a reverse smile and it's not good no it's just no it's it's a tough look yeah, here's Madonna. This looks fairly recent. Um, and yeah, I mean, that's just a full-out diastema. Lawrence Fishburne, Condoleezza Rice. Michael Strahan is just... I'm not even going to bring him up. You drive a damn uh, car between his teeth. Yeah, it's it's tough. Abby Lee Kershaw, who I don't know who that is, but she's got a huge... She's got multiple huge diastemas. Um, Georgia Jagger. None of these women do I think are attractive. Yeah. Here's an interesting one. Anna Paquin. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, Were you ever a True Blood fan? I was. Mm-mm. I was a True Blood fan, fan for like the first couple seasons. Yep. Three or four, I think, before I just kind of petered out. But I never remember thinking like, damn. Nope. Anna Paquin. Nope. Hmm. I think maybe we're just the wrong three people to talk to this particular person about it. Probably. Now, so we think, hey, get, get this stuff taken care of. Now, they're, uh, then they say, I've seen some cos- composites on folks in neon lights. It looks like piano keys. They have it t- attached a picture. And it's, it's like somebody in a black light, and you can tell that one of the teeth is a crown, right? Like it's, okay. bla- it's right. dark right. on the black light. Doesn't fluoresce. So we're talking like fluorescence, fluorescence right? Yeah. That's pretty much all fixed now, right? Surprisingly, no. So, so is it Emacs that doesn't so, fluoresce well? So Emacs because zirconia fluoresces pretty well. But none of the none of the glass ceramics fluoresce very well at right. all. Right. So there's and if you're, I guess if you're going to get veneers, you're going to get glass ceramics. So some ceramists can actually. Um, mix in fluorescent compounds into the like the stacked veneers but i mean that takes like a a master technician to do i mean i can't even imagine what that lab bill would be so who Hmm. would this be important on like calvin harris who's in the black light that much that like is that big of a deal all my stripper clients yeah oh fucking i forgot about strippers (laughs) strippers are people too they have a heart of gold i don't think i've ever i don't think i've ever treated strippers Oh, you should start. Maybe one or two. You should start. It's fun. Yeah. No time like the present. I know for sure that I've done a couple bigger cases on escorts. Okay. Because there's always like a weird, quiet, awkward, nerdy looking guy in the corner of the room. Uh-huh. And he just charges his credit card every time. Yep. I, and that's just like his, like I had that, I, I, I did a, a case like that a couple weeks ago. Like weird, nerdy, awkward dude, super hot woman in the chair no concern about finances whatsoever 
it's like, all right, this is an escort situation, right? Yeah. Yeah. I think you're right. The, the stripper. I've never had anybody ask though. I've never had like any, I guess any of the strippers that I've maybe worked on, they never ask like, Hey, is this going to look okay in a black light? Oh really? I have. Yeah. They, they bring They'll it up. They'll ask you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, do you have like a special room and like some people have a photography room in their office, Lance, uh-huh. do you have a room that's like, well, let's go in the room and check and see. And it's like, <laughs> you go in there and it's like some beats go in, there's black light, like a little lounge chair. And so where you like you, where you can simulate the environment. Well, it, that's not how we used it in the past, but now, uh, I think I'm going to change my method and, uh, certainly test it out for them. I definitely feel like any dentist in LA, like in Sherman Oaks, uh-huh. like uh, August de Oliveira, yeah. he probably needs a room like, because I'm sure like that seems to me like that's the stripper, you know, kind of capital Vegas, you know, if you're practicing uh-huh. in Vegas, yeah. you need to have that room where you can, re- you have to replicate those conditions. Now there yeah. is one, yeah. one uh, ceramic that does fluoresce better than some other materials. Seltzer Duo will, is, will fluoresce better than, uh, than a lot of other see, materials. See, now we... St- we stand with Rella on all things. You ride or die with and Rella. And Seltra mm-hmm. and Rella don't, yeah, Seltra and Rella don't get along. They mm-hmm. don't like each other. Her and her uh, very modern testing methodologies. <laughs> <laughs> I love bringing that up to like Dense by Serona people because they, they get so mad about it. Like Rella's a little lady. Like, how can you get so mad at Rella? She's awesome. <laughs> Oh God! Oh Jesus man! Um, oh, I <laughs> this, going back to strippers in the in the office. Uh-huh. It was my first my first associateship, and it was probably a month or two months into it. It was really really new, and there was a, a woman coming in. This was a really low income clinic, and she was just fit for dentures. Right? She was. We we're going to dentulate her, do an immediate denture. And all of her questions were surrounding the the recovery, the post-op, and, you know, how soon can I go back to work, yada, yada, yada. And mm-hmm. finally I get around to, you know, what are you expecting to do for work? Because, you know, you can't do anything strenuous. You can't do anything too crazy. You know, lift, no lifting boxes or anything. She goes, is it okay if I'm upside down? <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, I'm young, naive, like not putting two and two together. I'm like... <laughs> Probably, probably not the best, but why would you be upside down? And she just flat out was like, because I'm a, I'm a stripper. I'm going to be on the pole. And she, I had dentulated this woman, put her immediate denture in, and she went back to work a shift. Like right like after? Right away. She was like, wow. Like tapping her foot, like, get this thing in here. The Lou Gehrig of strippers. We found her. Never saw her again. Not for a single post-op. Nothing. Wow, that's, it's almost as if maybe she was on some sort of opiate medication almost, that almost. reduced her pain or something. I mean, who, what else could describe such a thing? Well, that was back in the days where you just dispensed Norco like it was candy. Yeah, here's 60 Norco. Right, don't, yeah, I hope I never hope see I you never again. See, exactly. That was, the, that was the thought process. So do we think that Johnny Boy should embrace the hillbilly or cough up and get some veneers and who cares about what they look like in a black light? I say go for it. Go for the veneers and who cares about what they look like in a black light? If you do all of them uniform, they'll be the same, right? Yeah, then... That's the key. Right, yeah. So you got to do like eight. You got to do five to 12 probably. Hill straight, yep. That's exactly the way I, I, I pitch it. 
Yeah, you're not going to look in the black light unless you do 10. Nice. Love that salesmanship. <laughs> um, ABC, always be closing. So I'm, I'm in their, their post-history in the subreddit of ketamine. Oh. Second ketamine experience. Why would anyone voluntarily subject themselves to this? I agree. You should not be abusing ketamine. That's a bad idea. There's better drugs. Probably to shouldn't have done it a to, second uh, time. Yeah. 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 The first time was probably enough. Uh, let's see here. So there's some stuff in hydroponics. Um, oh, God. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> there's. Uh, fuck. <laughs> there's some. We have to beep this person's name out now. Um, because there's a post in Gone Wild. Okay. The subreddit of, which is apparently a, a, a subreddit where people post images of themselves uh, in seductive poses and okay. uh, nude, nudes. Oh. And, and this, this young man has uh, posted a picture of his ass on Gone Wild. <clears throat> That's a first for us, Lance. Yeah. Oh, it's a nice. That's it's a, a nice first butt. for us. Did you look yeah, at it? It's a nice butt. It actually is. He does have a nice ass. He's, the guy's ripped. Like, look at his back. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, a, lo- a lot of messages in Darknet, uh, which I guess is where he buys drugs from. Oh. Um. <laughs> so we get your Chinese coil. And here's a weird one: skin addiction, skincare addiction. Oh. So not exactly what I was expecting to see. Um, but, uh, interesting, um, interesting stuff. Normally people who are into buying drugs off the internet aren't also into Kiehl's products, but apparently we found the Venn diagram where it intersects. Psilocybin mushrooms. Wow. Wow. This is a a winner, Lance. We've got to beep this person's name when you you read the question. Okay. Holy moly. Hope, well, hope I can remember. <laughs> hey, hey, Johnny P, do you remember where we met in person for the first time? Was it at Dense Place Around the World? No, I don't, I don't, at least I don't think it was. Where? I think it was last year in Indianapolis. Well, we definitely saw each other there. Yeah, that was probably the yeah, first time at we the, met. In person. Yes. At the Principles of Practice Management yes. Conference. Which you attended. Great conference. And Lance, you attended. I was there. And we all went to St. Elmo's Steakhouse in Indianapolis yep. and cleared out all of our sinuses with literally the hottest cocktail sauce oh, yeah. and shrimp cocktail I've ever had in my life. So worth it. It was a great night. It was that great. It was a good night. As I, but it was a great conference. As, as I remember it, I stalked you and Lance tried to ditch me. And then I just started wandering <laughs> around downtown Indianapolis, popping my head into random places. To the Principles of Practice Management Conference in fabulous, amazing Norfolk, Virginia, <laughs> which I'm so ready to not have to say anymore. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, hit up uh, Principles of PracticeMGMT.com. For more information on the Principles of Practice Management Conference put on by Dental Economics, 
Uh, again, Norfolk, Virginia, July 18th and 19th. So this may be the last episode with the read for this. Um, um, at the Norfolk Waterside Marriott. Yeah. Uh, come see Chris Salerno. Come see uh, Lou Schumann. Come see Roger Levin. Come see Alan Schiff. Come see um, Chip Fickner, who's William Fickner's older brother. <laughs> come see all the greats. Register today and do something, do some education on business to make up for all that education we do on clinical. And I think it just makes a ton of sense. What do you think, Lance? What do you think, Johnny? I think it's a good idea. It's the best way to implement what you learn. We will see you in Norfolk. Definitely. And I will be glad to never have to say, yeah, I'll be glad to never have to say Norfolk again. Question three, Reddit user Doggy Bistro asks, <laughs> is there a way to get wisdom teeth back? So I recently got my bottom two wisdom teeth pulled, and my mom decided it was a good idea to soak them in bleach to get rid of the yellowness. I forgot about it because I was dealing with other stuff, and so today when I checked my teeth, they were completely dissolved. Is there a way to get a 3D print of my teeth from the x-rays and stuff the dentist does? I did an x-ray right before the surgery. I, I don't think that learned was bleach. Any, can, I mean, it's one of those things that? that's... I, yeah, can it can it dissolve teeth? I don't know. I know Coca-Cola would, but... Yeah, that's sort of the old, like, <laughs> sure. sixth grade science right. project, right? Yeah. But that's also... it's all, Those are almost always primary teeth that get put in there. Uh-huh. So they have no root, and so the dentin dissolves, and then you have an enamel shell that then just completely sort of, you know, dissociates in that acid. You're talking about putting a whole wisdom tooth in bleach. I don't feel like it's going to dissolve it. I think there's some other, like, foul play involved here. Yeah, I think they just didn't notice when their mom took it when they weren't looking and threw it away. Or it's the tooth yeah, someone, Yeah, someone stole the teeth. Yeah. Whether that's, I wish I knew, I was going to make a tooth fairy joke, but I don't know of anybody I can make that about that wouldn't be offensive to them or their family. <laughs> or, okay. So we're going to stay away from that that's one. That's a good but idea. Yeah. Um, so what, bleach is sodium hypochlorite, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. Is it an acid? I don't think I, it is. It's a base, it's a base right? Yeah. Yeah. Let's see what the pH is of sodium hypochlorite. Um, 12.6. Yeah, that's not very acidic. So what is it? Would a base, could a base, I know I, you can get a burn from a base. You can get an acid burn. You can get a base burn as well. Uh-huh. But I don't think it can, so it can chelate, right? It can chelate tissue, but I don't think it can dissolve our tissue. I think it just cleans soft tissue off, right? Mm-hmm. Just chelate soft tissue. Yeah, I don't know. Someone stole this guy's freaking teeth. Yeah. Yeah. Could you 3D print them from an x-ray? So I feel like we need to wake up August and see. Right, right. But the the real question is why? Why would you? Why would you want to? I mean... I mean, you make some jewelry or something. I mean, what what was the big picture? I mean, there there are Etsy stores. Let's let's oh. look at Etsy. Uh-oh. Yeah, there are Etsy stores. I, I believe I've read about that use tea. Um, 
So I'm at Etsy. Yeah, human tooth necklace for $48. Lot of 10 real human teeth, $65. Hmm. Teeth extracted human, $30. Wow, okay. Human teeth ring, $10.45. 25 real human teeth, $88. The image, the photo on that one is really gross. Um, yeah, so just buy uh, one of these from Etsy. Like, don't imagine don't you make worked in own. an office building and somebody walked in with a tooth necklace, like a real human tooth necklace. That's a t- yeah. that's a tough. Look. I think that's a tough look. It's a very tough look. However, I could see the world in which you worked at an office job, like at a desk all day around these people and you didn't want to talk with them or do anything with them and you just wanted to like be left alone that's a really good way to do it well i mean it, it's right on par with having a, like a necklace of of ears the the ed gein yeah. necklace do you, do you know who ed gein was oh yeah ed gein was a uh, serial killer um i think from wisconsin mm-hmm. yeah wisconsin uh, and he uh, he killed a, not a ton of people. He killed a few people, but he like made things out of their skin, like a lampshade, yeah, and like a a belt out of nipples or something, if I remember correctly. Something <laughs> this is like not, that. Not yeah. a great belt. But I feel like if an Italian did it, Michael Appa would buy it for sixty five hundred. It would, bucks, it would right? go like, retail would be significantly higher than right. Yeah. But because like a, a goofball, like a weird sort of socially disabled guy uh-huh. from Wisconsin does it, it's a crime. Right, right. But as soon as Bruno Cuccinelli does it, it's 6500 bucks. Right. And Appa's walking around with one. Perfect. He's a trendsetter. He's a trendsetter. Now, if there was a cone beam, technically if there was a cone beam, someone like Baron Gruder could load the yeah. cone beam into Mesh Mixer and take out all the mandible and all the bone and all that stuff and 3 print this guy. Yeah, I think you're probably right. His teeth back. Yeah. And then he'll make a video about it. Uh-huh. And he'll do it on like 10 times speed. Yep. And so just like everything moves so freaking fast. And when I, anytime I try to like put something in Mesh Mixer and follow along with Baron on the video, I'm just like... Every time I watch... It's like trying... Every time I watch like a video, to, to, I end up emailing him or texting him. Like, how did you do yeah, that? Yeah, just like... Yeah, this the, my computer doesn't work the same way yours does. I obviously don't know how to spin a mouse that way. It's like the Micro Machines guy. It's me trying to talk right. as fast as the Micro yeah. Machines guy. Uh-huh. And it's like, it's never going to happen because Baron's a, a like, super talented freak at this stuff. Uh-huh. And the rest of us are just like Luddites. So I feel like Baron could do this. So if you took, what's this guy's name? I forgot his name already. Dog Bistro. Doggy, Doggy Bistro. Doggy. Doggy Bistro sent his CBCT DICOM file to Baron. In about 15 seconds, Baron could just have the wisdom teeth and could uh, send this guy an SDL file to print out. Um, but again, that's the weirdest freaking question. Like, why... What the fuck do you want with a 3D printed version of your wisdom tooth? Yeah, that, that's, a, that's a tough one. I don't know. Did you guys have to collect teeth for dental school? I was supposed to. Yep. Yeah, yeah they give you like, oh, you got to have 80 teeth, whatever, 100 teeth, whatever it is. Yeah. Luckily, the, so the girl next to me came with like four jars. We were all borrowing her jars. Yeah, everyone picks off of that yeah. one. 
You don't need them until like second year and anything like that anyway. Yeah. And then they're all freaking wisdom teeth. Yeah. They all have horrible. They're either all broken, like at broken down, curious, yep. or they're thirds. One of the two. So it's like they're not good for anything. Nope. So just find a dental student, and I guarantee they have a jar of teeth, and they'll pull out two lower thirds, and you'll never know the freaking <laughs> difference. Uh huh. You'll never know the difference. So yeah, I'm looking at the comments here. A couple people. Why would you want them? And then somebody else. Bleach wouldn't dissolve your teeth. So I think we're right about that. I just don't think that's going to happen. Do you do you guys have dental students that ever call and want you to save teeth? Uh, occasionally. It's been a while. Yeah, it's happened a couple of times. JP, is there a dental school in Indianapolis? Yeah. There yep. is, right? I use, yep. Okay. Yeah, we had a, had a couple I get, times. I get that request all the time, and I feel like those jars always have bleach in them, and those teeth sit in jars of bleach for years. Uh-huh. just live in there. Totally fine. Yeah, so let, I don't know. There's something weird. Somebody stole this guy's teeth. Um, let's take a look at this guy's post history and see if we got anything good. Oh, he forgot to send his transcripts into college. Oh, oops. So that's a tough That'll one. That'll do it. With his teeth. Um, oh, God. What are good eyeshadow brushes for small eyes? So I, I would say that this is a female, but you, you never, never know. know. Um... Some kind of game, AC Pocket Camp. I don't know what that is. Oh, Animal Crossing Pocket Camp. I guess it's a, a like a Nintendo Switch game or something. Um, yeah, a lot of posts in that. Really into that. So much so that they forgot to submit their transcript <laughs> to college, and they left their teeth in bleach so long it dissolved them. God knows how long that is. Yipes. Wow. I don't think we can help this person anymore, Lance. It's not likely, no. Unless you can help us figure out what are some good eyeshadow brushes for small eyes. Probably a toe knife. <laughs> good callback. I forgot about a toe knife. Oh, man. That's a good one. I had one of my employees uh, ask me about a poop knife the other day. <laughs> I have read about poop knife. Oh, have you? That was a viral post that someone posted somewhere. They had Uh this, what sounded to me like a green buffalo knife that was used to like Uh chop up um, defecates in in the toilet before they got flushed. So yeah, that's a, that's a good one. That's a good one too. Uh, I think that's kind of about do it for us. I don't think we can help this person anymore. Maybe the next time we have take Gavin Harvey on, they can, she can help us figure out what are the best uh, makeup brushes for small. That would be good. But, uh, JP, do you know the uh, the tradition at the end of the show? Oh, I've been thinking about this for a while. All right, good. Oh. So you chamber that. I'm going to go through the end, and then uh, and then we'll come back to you for your song. Perfect. Lance, do you have any demented friends? That's the only kind I have. Good. Tell them about the show. Any of you listening, you got any demented friends that need a little catharsis at the end of a hard day of dentistry? Tell them about the show. That's how we grow the show. Um... Rate and review. Lance, what's your favorite number? Big fan of five. Who's the greatest Seattle Supersonic player ever that wore the number five? Oh, that's a good question. I'm going to say Lenny Wilkins. I have no idea. I'm just guessing. I don't know what what he wore. I'm guessing it would have been a guard, number five. Maybe Sedale Threat or Dale Ellis. (laughs) Uh, Dale was number three. Okay. Gary Payton was like number 20, right? Yeah. 
Okay. We'll find I'll find a I'll find a supersonic who wore the number five for next All episode. Right. We'll talk about All it. All right. Um yeah, number five, man. Hit us up with the number five. Wherever you're listening to the show, iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, Google Play. If you're flicking through Podbean, flick five stars. Hit us up on the web, workinginterferences.com. Hit us up on all the social bullshits. Social Facebook, bullshits. Working Interferences with Josh and Lance. Twitter, at Winterferences. Instagram, at Winterferences. Lance can be found on Instagram at DR Timmerman DMD. I can be found on Instagram at Josh Waston DDS. Johnny P, are you on uh, any of the social bullshits where you want to send people? I am on Instagram, Doc Johnny P, and Facebook. Thank God for not, yeah, thank God yeah. for not having the full spelling of your and, last and name. And Facebook, good no luck, one would ever find good it. Good luck finding me. I'm on there. You just just, just spell my search name. for Sirica Johnny. Yeah. Like, uh, I, I, there's a guy on the Facebook groups now called Driller Mike. I just you should just be Sirak John. That go. should be your name. Perfect. That should be your name. Um, so Johnny P, tell us about your song. All right. Well, if you were to, I've got to confess, if you were to look at my like search history in Spotify, it would be very <laughs> troubling. Very troubling mm. right now. At the top of the list is there's a lot of Drake and Post Malone and. Yeah, there's just a, it's a really wide range of, I guess you could call it musically diverse groups, um, mixed in with with some Mumford and Sons and, uh, nice, nice. Yeah, you know, pretty, pretty normal stuff, right? Um, but about two years ago in Vegas at at Dense Place Arona World, um, Imagine Dragons played. And I almost didn't go to the concert because I was like, these guys are a joke, like, you know, like pop music. I'm not going to go to this. And a friend kind of like, yeah, if Aaron Elliott's into it, like I'm exactly that was like, this can't, this can't be good. And basically got drugged to the concert and went in and left. And it was, it was a really good show. And like got really into the, into their stuff. So, um, a song that's come up a lot recently on the, uh, the playback has been, it comes back to you. And, you know, it kind of, kind of sets the tone for some stuff going on in life right now. Some, professional and personal stuff that we all deal with, right? The, the tough stuff that kind of goes around owning a business, trying to do whatever we're doing. And just a a good reminder that, Hey, just, you know, keep your head down, keep working at it. Everything's going to work out. Nice. I love it. Well, thanks for coming on. You were awesome. Thanks Um, for having me guys. We'd love to have you back any, any time after, uh, after Dense West Serona World, come back and you'll have to, to give us a full breakdown of, of all the shenanigans that happens yeah, there. A breakdown of anything new that comes up, any any fun things that come up. Yeah, because I won't be invited, so I'm not going to be there to see it. So you'll, I'll, I'll, you'll have to be my eyes and ears. I'll book a suite. You can, you can come. Stay. Nice. There we go. I, Perfect. So this is uh, <laughs> Imagine Dragons. It comes back to you for Lance Timmerman and Johnny. I'm not even going to try it. Johnny P. Uh, I'm Josh Walston. Peace. Celebrate the foreskin. Hamburger.
view all the things that I could be. I think I learned in therapy. 